You're listening to the Hopefully Awkward Podcast, episode number seven. So today I am diving into overanalyzing, and I will say as a deep feeler, I spend way too much of my life (laughs) overanalyzing conversations and interactions, and I don't think that I'm alone in this. So today I am just dishing it off the cuff, no real plan, (laughs) sitting and recording in a kind of unconventional location, which you will soon find out. But I thought this is something that a lot of people would relate to, especially my listeners. So let's just get down and dirty with overanalysis and how we can rid ourselves of the paralysis. All right, let's go. Hey friend, are you someone who has always felt a little bit awkward trying to figure out where you fit or needing permission to put your true self out there? Maybe you're a stressed out mom looking to get your groove back. Well then, welcome to the Hopefully Awkward Podcast, and friend, you have finally found your place. My name is Farrah Weberg, and I'm a recovering 9-to-5-er turned creative entrepreneur who has struggled my whole life with finding my true place and purpose. I know exactly how it feels to be both too much and not enough, while trying not to lose yourself along the way. So I set out on a mission to relight my spark, learning day by day to embrace both the wonderful and the weird. You know, just keeping it real. Maybe you're finally ready too? Join me each week as we take a messy journey together towards joy and acceptance and finding hope even when you feel like you don't quite fit in. Because in here, you do. I'm no expert, just an awkwardly overthinking mama making her way in this world, sharing openly about the lessons I've learned, the missteps I can't quite seem to avoid, as well as a dose of tips and inspiration from some wise and wonderful women. Our journey may not be perfect or shiny, but it's ours. So grab a cup of your favorite brew and pull up a cushion, my dear, and let's do this. Hello friends, welcome to the show today. I am actually sitting in our at-home <laughs> infrared sauna doing this episode and it just occurred to me that I had some things on my mind and I thought, what better time to talk to you than when I'm relaxing and just let the ideas flow. So this episode, while brief, is just going to be totally off the cuff and just saying what's on my mind and heart, but hopefully it's something, I don't know, that you can relate to and get some benefit from. So you obviously saw the title of this episode, Overanalyzing. How many of us do that? I would say probably 100%. (laughs) But if you are like me and you are an HSP, highly sensitive person, empath, um, awkward, (laughs) introvert, you probably do this a lot. Yeah. How is it that I am now 45 and I still cannot get past the hurdle of overanalyzing? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Are we ever really free of it? Maybe. I know that there's ways to kind of move through it. But I guess what I want to address first is why this is even on my mind today. I was replaying a conversation with a friend and in meaning to be supportive and giving advice, 
I worded something in a way that, yes, true to me, was awkward. But then after the conversation, not because I received any kind of reaction that made me think my friend was upset, I was just thinking about how I worded that particular portion of our conversation and realized it could really come off completely the opposite of what I intended. So then I spiraled. (laughs) I started thinking, oh my gosh, she's thinking about this. She's upset. She's hurt. She thinks I doesn't, that I don't support her. And why did I do that? Why didn't I think through my words before I said them? Because yeah, if you're an overanalyzer, you often will kind of play things through your mind before you say them because you are so worried about coming off awkward or in the wrong way or hurting someone unintentionally. But yeah, it just, it came out and this is a friend I'm super comfortable with and I'm sure that that's why. It's not like I spend a lot of time (laughs) overanalyzing things with this friend, but Yeah, I definitely was on a spiral afterwards because the last thing I ever, ever, ever want to do is to hurt anyone ever or make them feel less than or unsupported or like they are wrong for feeling the way that they do in a situation where they are, yes, completely entitled to those feelings. So, yeah, it just it's still kind of in my head and in my heart. So I wanted to just talk about that today, how easy it is to kind of spend a lot of time in our heads and thinking and replaying conversations and situations. Oh my God. It's like, I've beat some of them to death. And there are some things that I have said or, or situations I've been in from years ago that I still replay my mind and think, God, why did I do that? Why did I sound so awkward? Or why couldn't I have had a better, smarter comment to say? I mean, honestly, to the point where I've even had dreams about it. Okay, that's something deep and dark and probably needs to be discussed on a deeper level with someone in private. But yeah, I just, it is, I I think, definitely a trait of HSPs. Anyone who's just highly tuned into emotions, whether that be of their own or someone else's, the people around them. And introverts spend a lot of time in their heads too. You know, that's kind of just our way. But honestly, I know the reality is that for all of the amount of time we spend stewing and obsessing over conversations and comments and situations that made us feel awkward or misunderstood, I can pretty much guarantee the other person or people on the other side have spent very little to no time thinking about it. We just assume that because something is a big deal in our own heads, that someone else is obsessing over it too. And often, you know, maybe in the moment they were like, oh, that's weird that she said that but then they move on because they're in their heads about what they're thinking about and focusing on. And the next thing that they have to do, they aren't sitting there and stewing over an awkward or well-intentioned, but awkwardly worded comment from someone that they care about because they know we have their best interests at heart, right? They know we care. Or what if it's someone who doesn't know you? Well, 
there's probably even less chance that that person is focusing and hyper-analyzing your words. Because, again, we really gives our, give ourselves too much credit for how much people focus on the things that we say and do. We're all in our, our heads. We are all thinking about our own priorities, our own feelings, what's coming next. And, you know, some people are better at sorting through that than others. You know, they're able to move on from situations and just focus on the next thing. And I wish sometimes that I was like that. But my whole life, whether I verbalized it or not, I have always just taken in that energy of the people and situations around me. And sometimes it can, it can mean I misread energy. But a lot of times I pick up on, on those feelings or that what I perceive as judgment over something weird I said. <laughs> and so that makes me constantly be evaluating the energies and the body language of the people around me. So I am constantly in that loop. You know, that's pretty much since I was a kid, I would do that a lot with, you know, family and friends and continuing to this day. And, you know, with people that I'm the closest with, like I would say, you know, Jeff or, you know, close family, like my sister, and my mom, I can be very, you know, honest and not necessarily overanalyze the things that I have said. I can usually be pretty upfront, but with most of the other people in my life, even close friends, I will sometimes just ruminate on things. And I'm trying to make it my goal this year to be better about just saying what's on my mind and heart instead of stewing over it endlessly, because what does that do? <laughs> it just causes us to hyper-focus on our insecurities and our areas that we think we lack in. It doesn't fix anything. It's not like we're having a conversation with that person that we feel awkward about or that we worry we hurt them. It's not do fixing anything. I think it would be much, much better time spent actually talking to that person one-on-one. -on -one. And sometimes, let's be honest, these things don't even really necessitate a conversation. <laughs> like when you do something that's just dorky, just move on. Can we just move on from those things and be like, okay, I'm human and I'm awkward. And don't we all kind of have a little bit of that in us? But those things that we, like in my situation with my friend, that we worry that we unintentionally hurt them, even though the likelihood of that isn't necessarily high, it could happen. And those are the times where a conversation is much more productive than just spiraling out in our heads. And I'm telling this advice to you just as much as to myself, because I know that I need to just have that conversation and I'm sure knowing this friend, they will be like, I honestly don't even remember you saying that or I, I knew what you meant, Farah. <laughs> I know that, yeah, you're awkward sometimes and so am I and that's why we're friends and don't worry about it, but thank you for clarifying. I know that that's how that conversation will go, but I just need to do it to make sure that that person isn't left feeling hurt. Some ways that I try to work through getting kind of stuck in my head in that overanalyzing cycle 
is just quiet time. I think trying to draw myself out of those thoughts and focus on something else in a productive and calming way is helpful. I've talked before about how I've tried with meditation and I definitely still struggle. It's not something that comes naturally or easily to me, but when I am able to focus in those times, it does kind of help me to clear through the mental clutter and the replaying of conversations and moments that I'd rather forget. It helps me to just kind of hone in, recenter myself and remember it's okay. It's okay not to be perfect. It's okay that I'm human. Oh, do you hear that beeping sound? That was my sauna turning off. (laughs) But anyway, it's okay not to have all the answers. It's okay to mess up. It's okay because I know that I am a good person and I know my intentions are honorable and I love the people in my life And even if I don't know you, I do care about being kind and empathetic. So when I mess up and how I word something or I misconstrue a situation, just giving myself some grace, centering myself, clearing out the mental clutter, and just giving myself permission to move on. Because guaranteed, the other people probably have long before So that's it. That's pretty much all I had to say today. I will probably always be the queen of overanalyzing. I mean, in fact, I even have a mug (laughs) that a dear friend gave me. And oh my God, does she know me so well or what? It says, hold on while I overthink this (laughs) or something along that line. Maybe I'm not saying it perfectly, but I mean, yes, it it is very well known for that awkward HSP introverted personality. We do this and human beings in general have their moments of overthinking, but it is okay. And we need to just kind of bless and release, give ourselves permission to move past it, make apologies where it's necessary, but realize the only one probably circling in this shame spiral in our heads over that moment is us. And that if everyone else can move on from it, so can we. We need to give ourselves permission and grace for that. So that's all I had to say today, friends. Thank you for hanging with me while I tried to articulate that. (laughs) Hopefully it wasn't too much of a ramble, jumbled mess. But I just really felt that that was what was on my mind and heart today. And I thought maybe you needed to hear it too. So thank you so much, friend. I'm going to pop out of the sauna now. Because I am really hot and sweaty. And now I'm going to overthink the fact that I just told you that. (laughs) Anyway, take care, friends. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you loved today's chat, please make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Also, can you help a girl out and leave a review? Your feedback means the world to me. And it helps me to connect and make the show more of what you need. Also, please feel free to share with anyone in your life who you think needs to hear this message too. I can't wait to chat with you again soon. And in the meantime, keep it real, hopeful, and awkward, my friend.